Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Great start! Oh, no 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 no! Ah, I'm gonna take that away. That was bad. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Well, we're back. Another week. Another scoreboard addicts podcast. And I'm Nick, and with me, as always, is Anthony the Rook. And this week, it's going to be. Just the two of us. We can as TJ is try. down in uh, North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki? Yeah, he's in, he's in North Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Yeah, he's, uh, he's playing Tobacco Road this week. It's uh, yes. it's no uh, Augusta National, but uh, it's a fine course it is. Yes, it's no Augusta National. It's 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 crazy to think that one of us in this podcast that once played Augusta. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy crazy, but it's, it's wild. It's wild. But uh, yeah, uh, this week lots of stuff to talk about. Lots we're of, bring in, uh, now we're gonna bring in Stack Guy Sal because Stack Guy Sal, unfortunately, his last day with the scoreboard podcast as his intern. So yeah, his internship has run out. Sal, as as ran its time since this is running out here, uh, we have to do sort of an exit interview. Uh, <laughs> what did you learn the most? What did you learn the most out of your uh, your time here with the podcast? It, you know what. It's. I learned probably the most that I enjoy doing podcasts. I didn't think I would, but I actually really do. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy talking about sports. We do wrestling trivia every week, which I love. So I enjoy it. I didn't think I would, but I did. So you didn't learn anything Um, from me and Nick? Thanks, Sal. I've learned, I must admit, I've learned a lot about golf and hockey from uh, TJ and Nick and all of you guys because I'm not a big fan what, of you, golf and hockey, you, but I did you learn once again left me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said all you guys. I said all you guys. We didn't name me individually. You wanted to leave me out of that. Okay. All right. 
as if I didn't make any picks in golf that were correct. <laughs> Hurtful, Sal. Good thing this I'm thing's sorry. ending, right? Yeah, good thing I'm out of here. <laughs> so if you got any like any parting words for yeah, for, what are your parting words there? Sal? My parting words are, you're not getting rid of me. I ain't going anywhere. I'm staying right here with Scoreboard Axe Podcast and with Belly Up Sports. I'll be continuing my journey here with Belly Up as an intern. No, just in, not as an intern, just in as general. As a intern. As a personality. As a personality. <laughs> no, I'm just messing a with you. A content creator. Oh, I'm glad. content creator. Look at yeah, style. I guess you could say that. You know, let's I'm, stop I'm, it up. Thank you, thank you. Our, our intern is all grown up, and we are all happy grown to up. see. Time to go by fast. That he's not leaving. Sal, say it. And what's that quote from that movie? <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. There you go. I'm leave him. Sal learned the curse word for us. <laughs> no curse words. I got the censor button already. <laughs> well, we're happy to hear, Sal, you're not actually leaving us. That is, even though this is your last date, you decided you're going to stick around with Belly Up Sports yes. and with us and still let us keep pushing our uh, our does Gen Z know down your throat. I just want to say, I just want to say one thing. I want to thank Belly Up Sports for uh, this opportunity as an intern because it opened a big door for me. Obviously, with Wrestling Inc. Yeah. So, if it wasn't for Belly Up, I don't, I don't get that job, and more doors don't open up for me. So, I want to thank them for that. Do you want to thank anyone else? <laughs> and of course, you guys. First, don't Obviously. fish. Don't fucking fish. <laughs> he doesn't want to thank us. He doesn't have to thank us, okay? Oh, no, God. of course I thank you guys. I thank uh, everybody at Belly Up. Listen, uh, ask my girlfriend. Nothing bothers me more than somebody who fishes, okay? While it's fishing for compliments. Because <laughs> she does that all the time. She'll be like, I don't look pretty today. And it's like, bullshit. You look pretty every day. <laughs> but I'm not going to play your game. You're right. You're fucking ugly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, that's, I don't play that crap. That's, that's actually brutally mean. I, listen, I, she knows how I feel. She knows. So when she starts fishing for compliments, I'm just like, I'm going to go opposite. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Not, I'm not, like, like, you don't come out looking gorgeous and go, yeah, I'm so ugly today. Like, stop. Stop it. <laughs> oh, that's sweet, Nick. All right, let's bring on that's Matt. Sweet, Matt. You sound depressed about that, Rook. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Really Actually, I have a new uh, intro video. No, I won't do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows where that was going to go. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't do it to you. That would be fucked up. <laughs> Come on I just want I just want to say real quick, again, congrats to Sal. And thank, thank you, you for that personal <laughs> thank you you gave me while we were off air. I appreciate that, you know. I, I good for you. I'm happy for you, and I can't wait to see where that road takes you. I and heard so, that. Thank you, actually. In that, thank you. You said thank you for your discussions and pushing me to my limits about trivia because that can that helped him with his wrestling uh, ink that, that he got to. Yeah. I, I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> so Matt, just, put me over. So, so we have so, a guest today. If I had day. to just count real quick, I heard a thank you to Nick and TJ and Matt. And belly up. <laughs> we have a guest and, today. And of course, let's not forget all you guys. And that was the, the entirety of the thanks. So hurtful. Mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't want to. I'm sorry, Rook. <laughs> I mean, you got it. I'm sorry. Too late. 
it's too late now. <laughs> it's too late. Feelings are already hurt. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already going to think about this. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Oh. Just so we have a guest, Justin, who's been on before. Uh, I don't know if he's actually there. Set up. Oh, there he is. That's Justin, there. what's going on, my man? What's up, Justin? Not much, not much. Just waiting for my entrance music, you know? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> we, we, we totally forgot. I was wondering where the cue was. I was like, his his screen is off, but I'm going to bring him into the, the, the chat anyway. So let's see what happens then. <clears throat> Luckily, you showed up. So welcome back. The second time doing trivia with us. He liked, he liked it so much, he had to join us again. That's right. That's right. I had to uh, shut Matt down this week. He's been talking a little too much shit behind the scenes. That's what I do best. We just realized we've had guests on. So we've done this. I think we've done it about, I think, nine times. How, Maybe ten, eight, eight weeks. Nine, nine or ten, ten times. times. Ten times. I think it's ten times. The first two weeks, we didn't have any guests. So out of eight guests that we've had so far, no guest has ever won the WWE trivia. So I feel you, like will you be? What's that? I feel like Justin did the best. I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I have to go back and watch the tape. Troy did really well too. Troy was. Oh, the, that's uh, right. Troy did do well. Marks to the podcast. He did really well. He was one of our first guests to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But Justin, I remember you doing well. You know who did really bad? Uh, TSS Fantasy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but Commissioner Cooper is the best. So hopefully next time he'll be. Uh, be a little bit i'll take it easier on him with the question so as we introduced it it's now time to play wwe trivia all right i just want to point out i understand that john cena is not attitude era i just feel like that song is obnoxious enough for this show yeah i agree i get it i was like i, I first i was like why does it always play that one but it is a good, it's obnoxious. It's a good it is it is, it is. Mm-hmm. all right so I, you know what i think of has anybody has everybody here seen that little skit where the like it's like a z morning zoo show calls up yes. some lady and keep in, asking if she wants to buy wrestling stuff <laughs> like yeah, she yeah. to watch super slam or some shit like that <laughs> look have you ever seen that I've never seen it now. And Look, his you, name? You need to YouTube this video. It's a fucking it's, to riot. It's 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 like a phone prank where they keep calling this woman up like, "Hi, this is so and so from the WWE, and I oh, wanted to, you I've wanted to, to to watch a WWE Super Slam for the low low rate of fifty nine ninety nine. She's like, "No, thank you." And they call back like seven times, and every time they call back, they keep lowering the price, but they also keep saying like, like. And then every time she wants to say something, they start going like, <laughs> and she's like, no, leave me alone. And then finally they call back and they're like, hello. She's like, leave me alone. You stupid fucking wrestling fuckers. I'll kill you all. And she's like, ma'am, I was just calling to see if you support the Marines. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and she's like, of course. And she's like, because a very prominent, prominent Marine needs your help. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> That's actually watch the whole thing. It's hilarious. I'll, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. Watch and Google that. All right. Well, we're going to start first question, as we usually do lately, with a clip. Um, question Coming is, out, you rapist. What? what now? 
what happens next. And I also appreciate the fact that hell, you can kiss my ass. I love how bad he messed it up. All right, so you have choices. You have multiple choice question. A, Shane McMahon gets stunned. B, Triple H fights Stone Cold. Or C, Stone Cold gets arrested. Those are your three choices. A, B, or C. Little, we switched it up a little. What happens next, if you're aware? And a uh, multiple choice question. Remember, never done this before. So this is, uh, you got two for one here. Two clips in one question. So the real question is, is who's like, what was the worst selling of the stunner? Was it that one or was it the actual WrestleMania one this year? Because that shit was fucking fire funny. That one's really bad too. <laughs> yeah. Mania was bad. Vince was like breakdance into the road. Couldn't stand <laughs> up. Now you got to remember that when Vince took that stunner at the time, not everybody, they, they didn't have the bounce stunner yet where people where he stuns people and they bounce back up. That wasn't a thing yet. The Rock didn't come up with that yet. Yeah. So at the time, he stunned people and they just went over. Like so a snap. It, it was more of like a cutter than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the jawbreaker. It turned into a seizure. So because <laughs> he, he was stunned. You've <laughs> 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 never seen somebody get stun gunned? That's what they do. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. All right. What are your choices? And then, then I'll play the clip to see who's correct. Oh, you want the answers? Yeah, let me see. I'm sorry. Let me see your answer. Uh-huh. C. C. Yeah, mine's I, a C. You, I answered before you gave me an option, so I wrote Austin gets arrested. Okay, so That's, get all, that I'm wasn't an option. Though. All right. Well, here's the clip. Come on out, you rapist. Oh, sorry. That's, Love it. That's not Love the right I mean, that would still be the answer, though. <laughs> <no. laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the actual answer. Austin. He has led the police, put the handcuffs on him. Austin is going directly to. So, if everybody, I, I cut the clip uh, to that part, but as they're arresting him, they show the crowd, and one woman's like, yeah, <laughs> he really thinks Stone Cold's getting arrested. You know, <laughs> Vince McMahon wrestling move in the ring. It's in, incredible. In retrospect, Jr. sucked off Austin for so many years. If I remember right, Austin hit him with a stunner like real early on in the Attitude Area. I think he was one of the first. I think yeah. Jr. was one of the first. Either that or Sergeant Slaughter. I don't remember. He, he was one, one of the. Part. He was one of the first like non wrestlers to catch a stunner. Yeah, funny, actually. Oh, man, my and then he awesome. sucked him off. He was so afraid about getting another stunner that he sucked him off for the next <laughs> years. Sucked him off. So, like, aggressive. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, oh, was all about the fellatio. Stone Cold! Stone, you can hear his dick in his throat. Jesus. That's how much he was sucking him off. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Oh, you know, there's, a, there's a theory out there that that's actually not cerebral palsy. That j- Austin jizzed in his face and his face went, <laughs> oh my Christ, God. where is this going? Oh my God. I had enough about him about Stone Cold getting blown I'm down sorry to my family who's watching this show. Oh my God. You should apologize to everyone who's ever listened to this show. Anyway, name this superstar. He won one tag team championship won four hardcore championships. That's it. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
<laughs> he's wrestling in WCW. He, he had wrestled in both WCW and WWE. He started in the WWE, left the WCW, and returned back to the WWE in 1998 as part of the Attitude Era. Uh, he started as a bodyguard as part of the stable of the corporation and was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 2016 posthumously. Do I need to explain what posthumously means? <laughs> yeah, he collects possums. <laughs> exactly. Como si va? I think that should be my new slogan instead of how you doing. Yeah, First there of you all, go. How you doing? My I ears know. are still bleeding from that entire thing of Italian, I air quotes, that you put on, on Twitter. Your grandchildren will see that and be ashamed of you. Why? I said everything perfectly correct. You, oh, yeah. Real authentic Italian you accent. Italian? You speak Italian, Nick? Uh, better than you do. Better than you do. Yeah, better than you do. <laughs> you better be Mario. Better okay? Better than you do. I'll twirl my Italian mustache. Bibbidi bobbidi. I go to save a peach. All right. Uh... Answers. Here we go, Matt. Uh, the big boss man. Correct. Who else is big boss man? If you don't big have big boss, boss man. man, big boss man, Ray Trailer. Yep. yep, that is correct. What gave it away? The bodyguard, right? Yeah, I, I knew yeah. it before then, but I knew once you said bodyguard, I'm like, everybody's gonna get it. Wait, did you know when I said one, one tag team championship for hardcore championships? And oh, then I, went to I, I, W, and then when he came back in '98 as no, well. But if I, I had it. stopped it just there, would you guys have ever no. gotten that? No, there's like 30 people like that. <laughs> I would have said right. Crash Alley. <laughs> I would have said Crash as well, but Crash is probably hardcore champion like 12 times. Yeah, 23 more than that. Dropped that bell like four times in one night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he was sleeping, he took a nap, and people were pinning him while he was sleeping. That was great. I think that was what right. Briscoe with the with the that finger. The referee was like. <laughs> and Molly Holly is the new hardcore champion. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really funny. The referees try to be so quiet. All right. Question number three Who were the winners of season two of WWE Tough Enough? Oh, jeez. You guys, you guys got the first two really easy, so you got a little, got a little harder. What season? Season two? Season two. Everyone knows season one is season one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> never watched that crap to watch people who won't do well come on now it was actually very controversial the decision who won so damn yep all right i think i stumped everybody on this one looks like maybe not sal i might oh, have the wrong season know. yeah i don't know what I'm right I would, let's go yeah. ahead, let's, oh there's two guess justin here he looks he looks one. like he's i got layla and i got maven that would be season one, I believe. Actually, no, was it? It was uh, Nadia, Nidia, Nidia, and Nidia. Nidia. Nidia and Maven were season yeah. one. Nick, God. who you got? I put Maven and some other jobber. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh, that show produced only jobbers. jobbers that's yeah. not true. I don't want to hear about oh, when actually, they actually got the true. real wrestlers on it. I'm talking about the first like four seasons where it was just randos off the street. All right, Sal. I put Maven. No, that's incorrect. Matt? I put John Morrison and Jackie, or John Hannigan 
And Jackie? Hennigan. So, Matt, you actually get half a point. Yeah, I mean, you get, half, you get one of the points. Jackie, yeah, you yeah. got Jackie. Jackie was one of the winners. John Morrison actually won season three. I thought so. Season two is controversial because they picked two women, and the men contestants got offended because they said when they first signed up for the show, they were supposed to have pick one male, one female to win, and they picked two females. So the other female was Linda Miles and Jackie Gaeta. That's right. Oh, my God. I remember Linda Miles. So Emma oh, with the Bastions. That Wait, controversy. so I don't get a point because they're both jobbers. Okay, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's give Nick. Let's give Nick a point for saying jobber. But then again, anyone could have said jobber, and then could have got it right. Justin's like, no one, no one, the guests don't win. You guys just make up rules. <laughs> yeah, right. Going off, going <laughs> off the fly. It's like the bronies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number four. WrestleMania two thousand. Which McMahon was on the side of the Big Show in a fatal four-way match for the WWE? Wasn't that like Mick Foley's like major like main event moment at WrestleMania? Like that's the only time he got to fight for the title at WrestleMania. And they yeah. gave him that shitty four-way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he retired and came back because he'd never main event at WrestleMania, and they threw a lot of money at him. I'm sure they did. All right, we Justin, saw him wrestle on this like, like 15 times. I just want to point out real quick, talking about retiring and coming back. All right. A bit of a Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens come back into Major League Baseball and play one game. They're eligible for the Hall of Fame in five years. Just throwing that out there. Oh, Barry Bonds Ooh. too. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Do it. Do it. You won't. Uh, uh, Justin. Uh, Shane O'Mac. It's incorrect. It was Shane McMahon. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> this is why the guests don't win. <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> well, it's funny because Justin was there last time when I fucked up with the European uh, Championship. I said, that was, Davey yeah, that yeah, was great. Bulldog. All right, Nick, who do you got? I actually also wrote Shane O'Mac. That'd be correct again. Sal? Shane McMahon. Good going. That's actually incorrect. It's Shane O'Mac. Yeah, okay. oh, I, I just wrote Shane. That could be oh, anybody. That's totally wrong. That's totally wrong. Damn. Uh, we'll give it to Matt as well. That could be anybody. That could have been like that Shane thing from that cowboy movie. Shane, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's question number five. I do apologize. Oh. We're not that tough this week because I did not have much time to do this. So I kind of whipped this up real quick. All right. So number five is coming up. Final Jeopardy. Sal, the points. And then everyone, everyone's wagering. Okay. I have six points. Nick and Matt have six. Seven and Justin has six. Cool. Tight race. All right, where are the wagers? Hopefully, little Razor Ramon has given Matt some luck. I, I'm going to go all in. Why not? And while we you have know, time, let's just remind everybody that we are sponsored by Shocked Energy. Use promo code SAPOD for 10% off.
Shocked energy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Like what, are we, what are we wagering here? While you save 10% off with Shocked, I will not be taking any percent off. I'm going all in with my points, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Matt's all in. Justin, you're going all in. You're going to do a TJ and play one point. Uh, oh, save no. a point. All six. Let's go. Let's all go. Six. Nick? Do it. Four, baby! What's <laughs> that? All in. <laughs> you all in too? Yes. You have in. Wow. Let's go. Everyone's all in but Nick. All right. What else is new? 2002 Backlash featured Ric Flair, Nick's favorite wrestler, as a guest referee for which match? And also, just to remind everybody, go to Whatnot uh, to see Matt's uh, Funko Pops, DVDs, action figures. Wrestling figures. He sells them on like there. So. What is your name there? Is it the same thing? It's the squared circle? It's the underscore, underscore squared circle. Okay, so go whatnot at the underscore squared circle to follow Matt's uh, stuff that he's selling. He sells a lot of good stuff. So hopefully pick you up some good wrestling memorabilia. You name it, I got it. Are you selling the A-Rod gloves that have steroids in them? No, yeah. not, yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm waiting for him to get That's into the amazing. Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay, you're going to wait at least 10 years. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's go to our guest. Actually, no, we'll go to our guest last. Give him, maybe we'll see a little glimmer of hope that he gets, <laughs> if he gets it right, maybe we'll finally have a guest wedding. So mm, let's go with Sal. Undertaker versus Stone Cold. That is correct, Sal. Matt? Undertaker versus Stone Cold. Winner faces the WWE Undisputed Champion, which was the Undertaker. I'm sorry, which was Triple H. <laughs> and Nick? It's been a long day. I wrote, fuck Ric Flair. He's 10,000 years old. That's incorrect. Uh, no, no, wait, wait. It's... It's the wrong answer for the question, but it's not yeah, incorrect. No, it's not incorrect. It's incorrect for the question, yes. You didn't give an answer? You didn't even give a guess? I, 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 any opportunity to say fuck Ric Flair, I'm going to say fuck Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, at least he has some points left over. Uh, Justin. Uh, it's incorrect, but I won uh, the main event of that one, which was Triple H Hogan. Yeah, that's uh, correct. That was a Triple H. But, that, I mean, it's correct that it was a main event with Triple H. For Hogan, but it was incorrect for our answer. Sal, so who's the winner then? Is that Matt? That would be Matt. Wow, Matt. Two in a row. Two in a row. And let's update the standings. Very nice. Hey, Matt, how does it feel? <laughs> it doesn't matter how it feels. All right, so Matt it feels great. It feels wins. great. He's actually the leader in the clubhouse. Four. Sal better step up his game next week. 
Yeah, I got to come back and win one. Wait, Matt only won because he had the extra point from uh, the tougher oh, he one. Of the tough he, he earned the extra point. Yeah, he got it. No, he got yeah, it. He got it. Yeah, hey, 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 right, hey. So hey. here was the tiebreaker in case we had a tiebreaker. It was going to be what was the controversy with the finish in that match? His, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll give, we'll we'll give it a sow. His uh, Austin's leg was on the rope, but Flair didn't see it. Correct, Sal. Yeah, it's because he's 2,000 years old, okay? <laughs> Glasses are beyond him. <laughs> right. It is hard to see I when you're that see old. It. The man's got cataracts. <laughs> Someone is not a fan of a limousine riding jet flying. Wheeling, Listen, maybe if he didn't buy some limousines and jet, he could have gotten his teeth fixed. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh god. We know who doesn't right. have the NWA title over there. <laughs> <laughs> not the title Rick's looking for, not at Nick's house. <laughs> nope. All right, well, this was fun once again, Justin. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed your time visiting us here for another WWE trivia. Tell us where we could find you and uh your podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. Always fun. Uh, I love these trivias, especially the WWE, because like I said before, always brings back the memories. Um, Yeah, you can find me on Saturdays at 9 a.m., Dynasty Bruce Podcast. We go live. We go for an hour. We talk fantasy sports. This week, we're going to do a pre-record, and we're going to talk about the NFL draft while it's going. So catch us 9 a.m., uh, Dynasty Bruce. We're going to be reviewing the draft. Thank you once again for having me on, and hopefully I'll be back because Matt – Coming back for you, dog. As Goldberg would say, you're next. <laughs> Don't just sing it. Bring it. What's your Twitter handle again? Oh, yeah. Uh, SemtexMex93. I know it's a mouthful, but uh, once you get the Semtex in there, it's pretty straightforward after. Yeah, Not many people have Semtex as their Twitter account. Uh, so. That's what she said. That's what she said. Hard for me to not like you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much, Justin. We'll see you. Hope we'll see you again soon. Take yes, care. Too. Take okay. care, Justin. All right, Matt. Do you have any final words? <laughs> um, too bad. No. <laughs> wow. I knew man. he was going to do that. So rude. Oh my Let's go. God. Oh, we'll bring him back. We're just messing with you, Matt. Just having some little fun. Bring him back. What's going on? And I was gonna, I was gonna put over our show. This is the rest of us. <laughs> yes. While it's limited, it's limited but in it's, series, it's... not limited in quality no. and quantity. So make sure you tune in for all those. This is us fans, because real men, real men cry. I agree. Yeah, real men cry when like a member of their family passes away or like their child is born. They don't cry because of Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't cry because of him. I don't cry it's, because of him. I cry because And of him. real men don't go out of their way to watch things to make Andy themselves Moore cry. I could see Matt going home, looking in the mirror of his car oh, going, I did my best. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> I just, I just keep talking about having himself a good cry. <laughs> then you know, going home know. and having a glass of wine, <laughs> sitting in the tub, towel around his head. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. 
A little bath bomb in the tub too, you know. I'll take a good you bath bomb. Me the, the, the salt <laughs> effervesce. Hey, after a long hey. hard day, you got to relax somehow. Glad you just got on wine, some wine and some uh, <laughs> and some, some, ba- and some bath salts. <laughs> Listen, and if you test them on the right day of their period. It's fucking magical. <laughs> we all know that I only watch this exhaust because of Mandy Moore. She's fun to look at. She is. She is. Now I watch it for her sentimental stories. Who am I kidding? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Matt. Well, we'll see you soon. Unfortunately, we won't have uh, this. This is the rest of us podcast tomorrow morning, but we will. uh, We'll get. We'll get one out for the the most recent episode soon. So, yeah, we'll we'll make it work. Take care, guys. Matt, peace out. Thank you so much again. <laughs> that, <was actually laughs> on again. that wasn't on purpose. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was going to say anything. That was my mistake. All right, Sal. All right. Guess what, Sal? What? What do we got? You're being a little. You're being promoted today because we don't have TJ. Ooh, okay. So you will stick around for with us for the rest of the show. This is TJ's biggest fear. Yeah, yeah this, this is TJ's, TJ's biggest fear. Me replacing him. You're getting shot at the third chair. All right. <laughs> TJ, TJ's in trouble. TJ's gonna be. TJ's about to get Wally pipped. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Well, while we're here, um, the Yankees game just ended. So why don't we just it go did, to the did. New York Yankees, who won again, five to two over the O's. Um, if anyone sees my weekly or I'm sorry, weekly daily updates, this week was Italian theme. I mean, today was Italian theme, and Nick hated it, but. I, I think some people enjoyed it. I got a lot of likes out of it. So. It sounded like an Anglo person trying to say <laughs> Italian words. Oh, my God. Your ancestors are somewhere going, he's no kin of mine. <laughs> but they're saying it in Italian, like real Italian, of course. How do you say it? I don't fucking know. I don't speak Italian. Bibbidi-bobbidi. So there you go. So you don't speak Italian, but you're the one who's going to be commenting. Listen, life. if you put it in front of me, I could read it better than you did. That's for sure. All, right, let all right, let's, let's get this kid straight. All right. I took Italian high school, right? That was me many, too. many moons ago. The only thing that kept me off the, the honor roll every year, every semester, was my Italian. Grade. Italian, yep. <laughs> Sounds like me, honestly. I, the minute I, I, got, I, took, I took as an elective my senior year. I, took, I didn't take it all four years. I only took it three. So my last year, I took physics. I got better grades in physics than I ever got in Italian. So I made the honor roll all four. Uh, so what you're trying to tell me is that you understand physics better than you understand a language that your ancestors <laughs> spoke. It's, that's true. It's true. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But it's true. But anyway, it's like everybody else in Staten, Italy. We're not here to make fun of my Italian. We're here to talk about the New York Yankees. They've been improving. Last time we were here, we were a little bit down on them last week. Uh, they, You know what? Uh, it helps them out is just having a trip against some of the shittiest teams. Um, the Detroit Tigers. Uh, they have the Orioles this week. And who else? Did they, who they put? Oh, the they Guardians in between. The Guardians, Guardians were on a hot streak when we brought them into town. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was the Tigers, the Guardians, and now the O's. Uh, the Guardians, there was a little controversy with the trash on the field, which I'm sure yeah. Nick may want to talk about for a little bit. That son of a bitch, Miles Shaw. We are not classless. You're classless, sir. Nick? I mean, after after the video that came out, yeah, I was surprised of what the fans – listen, before I even talk, I'll preface it. I don't agree with people throwing things on the field except for maybe a home run hit by the opposing team 
or or Reggie bars in celebration because that's also happened at Yankee Stadium. Um, yes, it has. But and that was in celebration. I just want to point out in 1978, Whoa. the fans threw Reggie bars onto the field in in a fit of joy. Um, but uh, I I understand. Listen, people go sit in the bleachers. They're not sober. Okay, they're not. Um, I was surprised when the video came out from the fans' point of view of the altercation between Miles Straw, who I didn't even know existed until this weekend. So he should really be thanking those fans for making him relevant in the game of baseball with his <laughs> 200 career batting average and five home runs over the course of six seasons. Um, I, I, when I, you know, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen fans throw things on the field in multiple sports in multiple cities. Uh, it happens. I've seen Bills fans throw dildos in the end zone against the Patriots. <laughs> I've seen Cleveland Browns fans litter their entire field with bottles and garbage to the point where the referees had to be escorted off the field because there was like a riot brewing. Um, I've seen Yankee fans throw trash in the field. I've seen Mets fans throw trash in the field. I've seen Eagles fans throw other people's cell phones onto the field. I'm sorry, Sal, what were you going to say? Eagles fans with uh, uh, Eagles Santa. and Phillies fans. I'm pretty sure Phillies fans have thrown baseballs and pucks at their own players during championship parades. They threw the snowballs at Santa. Most there Santa, was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have never in my life, I, I'm, I'm 34 years old, about to be 35, and I've, I watch a lot of archive footage of a lot of sports. I have never seen an outfielder climb the outfield fence to challenge a, a fan to a fight. And then that outfielder had the nerve to call those fans classless. I watched that video and I was shocked that nobody in that video said anything that was like, where you were like, wow, that was kind of fucked up. They literally said things like, I heard, I heard somebody say, stay down after obviously uh, Quan hurt himself. He said, stay down, which is tame. It's not nice, but it's tame. It's not like he said, ha ha, I'm glad you got hurt and used some sort of racial disparity. Like it, that's not what happened. I heard somebody else say he's milking it, which again, not nice, but I've heard far worse. I've probably he, said far worse in, in, in relation to very hard. Uh, in relation to like opponents. I, I've probably wished injury on many of an opponent. Uh, saying milking it is like, eh, okay. I heard somebody say, I have you on my fantasy team. I heard somebody scream, I'm from the land. I'm from Cleveland, like 15 times, <laughs> uh, which poor, poor bastard. Uh, and then I heard somebody say, you're getting mad. You're a tough guy. Get mad, tough guy. Get mad. At which point, Miles Straw decides to climb the fence and go, punch me, motherfucker. Punch me, motherfucker. Punch me, motherfucker. So, obviously, if you antagonize the fans at Yankee Stadium in the bleachers, you done messed up, A.A. Ron. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> there's certain people you just don't fuck with. And and pe drunk people in the Bronx, definitely people number one. Like, you just don't antagonize those people. I and people will sit there and say, like, those fans weren't the fans that he – it doesn't matter. We are one collective mob. I wish you just pronounced Miles weird there. Like, my les. <laughs> you done messed up. My les. You done messed up, my les. All right? Listen. The other fans throwing stuff. I feel who I feel bad for is uh, Mercado. 
because he got caught in the crossfire. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know, wasn't uh, listen. Ultimately, Miles uh, Strong. <laughs> he got in that fan's face because his team was losing. Because his team got their asses beat. That's what it came down to. He lost his cool because his team was getting their ass beat again. And he, he lost his cool over it. And then the fans saw his reaction in the other field and decided to let him have it. Because we are one collective group of fans. If you insult one group of and, – and he said it after the game. Oh, we're the classless. Okay, you've attacked all of us now. And that's that's how it is. Because the real truth of the matter is, if he would have went up to the seats and the fan would have punched him in the face, um, team at the fourteen. I don't I don't know what oh four. I agree is. I think he meant uh, after the fourteen after the year the season fourteen. I oh, agree. Maybe, but uh, <laughs> point know. point being is is that. If you're going to antagonize the fans going up into the seats to start a fight with a fan, that's how things like malice at the palace happen. Yeah. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. sitting here saying that fans have free reign to say and do whatever they want. What I'm saying is that when I'm at work and I'm in uniform and I represent beyond myself, that I have to maintain my professionalism. So if I go out for lunch and somebody decides to verbally assault me, I can't punch them in the face or challenge them to a fight or argue with them because they'll videotape me and then I'll be on YouTube being a jackass, and then I'll be standing in front of the man dancing, trying to keep my job, trying to figure out what went wrong. All right? These players need to understand you're a professional at work, and you can't sit there and be like, well, I'm a person too. Nobody cares. You're at work. At work, your feelings don't matter anymore. At home and in the street, yes, you have a wife, you have a kid, you have a family, and that's nice and everything. But when you're at work, you're required to maintain your professionalism, and Miles Straw didn't. And he acted like a jackass. And then at the end of the game, had the nerve to sit there and pretend like he was a victim after he challenged a fan to a fight in the middle of a game because the fan called him a tough guy. Unbelievable. I could see if the fan yeah. was like said something about his wife and his kids. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The fan was like, get mad, tough guy. Get mad. And he was just like, I'll fucking kill you. What? Yeah, he was in the wrong there. He yeah, instigated um, anything. Yeah, I think he should have got like a suspension or something after that video came out. I think it makes him look really bad. Well, I mean, if if Tim Anderson's getting suspended for flipping the bird, then why is why isn't Miles Straw getting suspended <laughs> for cursing out a fan and getting caught on YouTube cursing out a fan, challenging a fan to a fight? And you know what else I think too is like hearing what they said. They didn't say anything too terrible. It we really wasn't. Over it. It but wasn't too bad. There's also the story about Adam Jones when he was in Boston, where they were saying much more disgusting things. Adam Jones didn't jump the wall and try to fight someone. And he would have been rightfully yeah. so to do it. And I would have I mean, applauded him. To be fair, that wall in Boston is 20 feet high. <laughs> well, Climbing that wall would not have been easy. That's true. That's true. It actually been more. They, the story would have been him actually climbing the wall. But that would have been that would have been amazing because they were like, "Wow, he's he's, he's, he's But yeah, twenty feet high. Miles Straw, honestly, I think he deserves. I think he owes the the fans a, an apology. Um, he and he I also think it, I, thanked them for making him famous because I had no idea who he was. He's a scrub. He's a bum. I think yeah. it would have looked worse on his part if the fans didn't throw anything on the field. I think then every I think the league would have probably said, eh, we probably should suspend them for a few days. 
But then once the fans threw things on the field, it kind of got like the attention went to the fans. I was very surprised that they played him the next day. Me too. Because they I played him played in center him. though. I mean, he plays he plays center. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have played him at all. Like mm. you, you you messed with the wrong fan base, dude. Like and he and and it showed because he went like 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Yeah. You know, yeah. um good for him. But but moving on to- I, oh, also I, I just want to point out if I saw Miles Straw on the street and he said hit me, oh I would have knocked him the fuck out. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Miles Straw ain't shit, all right. I'm not scared of some fucking little bitch from Pasadena, California, from fucking the burbs of California. He can go fuck himself, all right. Uh, let's get talking about our actual New York Yankees, not the incident anymore, or my last straw. We'll talk about um, the Yankees. I think Yankees starting pitch has been really solid as of late. Uh, the, over the Great. weekend, you star Tyon uh, Cortez, our ace, Nestor. Uh, then you had Garrett Cole getting back to form. Uh, obviously, he's playing against a weaker lineup, but I think a little warmer weather out on Sunday. Probably got back to not having any more excuses. But to be fair, hold on. You call them a weaker lineup, but they were putting up six runs plus yep. for the previous like five games. No, I know, but I guess I, know, I guess Cleveland came I in hot. They did come in hot, but I think after those two games, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, everybody was pretty hot except for my last straw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, Garrett Cole had another, another. He had finally had a good outing, which was positive for Yankees fans to see. Uh, and then you also had uh, Severino yesterday was really well, played really well. Uh, and then today, uh, Jordan Montgomery once again went out there. This time he got run support finally. No, he didn't. Uh, what's that? Two, he got two runs. <laughs> He's better than nothing. Better he than scored nothing. 20 <laughs> runs the previous two games. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he scored 20 runs the previous two games. He was 0 and 1. Uh, well, that's his record 0 and 1. He might like, go. He might go 0 and 2 for the season with 33 starts. Well, he didn't get the win today, right? No, he did not. No, he got oh, pulled. So he got that much. He got pulled in the. Kane the, got the, the win. The oh yeah, they pulled him early. They pulled him early. That's and, why in a two-two game. So he actually really didn't get run support. <laughs> no, two runs, but two runs is better than no runs, which is what he got last time in Detroit. Again, they put up twenty runs the previous two games. Gave him two. Yeah. With All that right. lineup. Yeah. Matter of fact, they waited till he left the game to score an additional score three runs. runs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> that's oh, he's true. out of the game. Cool, we'll score runs now. Let's go, boys. Hey, well, I don't him. know why they hate Gumby so much. I don't know. It's and really he's weird. So he, good too. He's really good, and he just doesn't get the run support. It's crazy. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, this weekend showed. Uh, well, yesterday, I'm sorry, yesterday, bats are waking up. Uh, oh, over the weekend, yesterday, um. And you know you've seen you know Rizzo's playing really well. He has eight homers, eight homers, eighteen leads RBIs. You got what's that? He leads the majors leads in home majors. runs. Yeah, leads the majors. Nobody beats the Riz. It's now sold in our shirt in our uh, bonfire store. So check that out. But uh, what do you guys take away from the weekend then for the New York Yankees? I mean, uh, obviously some positive signs. Oops, wrong one. Yeah, they finally look like the Yankees. Um, their lineup is producing. Even even Joey Gallo is producing. He got a home run. Oh yeah, he got a run yesterday and tonight too. So um, even he's producing. Glaber Torres looks great. Uh, walk off hit on Sunday. Walk off hit and some hits oh, tonight. I think too. He got the the uh, three run triple last night and then got a few hits tonight. So yeah. he seems to be cooking. DJ Lemayhu looks like he's back to being the DJ that we know. Um. Who else? Judge got a homer last night. 
Yeah. Everybody's clicking. They're clicking right now, which is positive. And they're playing against weaker opponents. You got to get these wins here. I was talking about this before was, you know, they're playing against the O's. They, they've been getting – they've had trouble with the last two – well, earlier this season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only a couple weeks in. But last season, they, don't, they were 11, like 11 and 8 against them. Yeah. Like you I can't so. be 11 and 8 against the O's and expect to win the East. You got to get your win somewhere. You're going to be splitting the games against the Blue Jays, against the Red Sox. You got to get your wins against weaker opponents. And this is where they got. They had this huge stretch. You had the Tigers, the Guardians. And you guys said they were still hot, but still a lesser lineup when you face the Guardians right now as the Yankees. And then you have the O's, and they're going to, going to the Royals this weekend. So they have opportunity here to get a lot of wins and start the season off on the right foot. So I think this is definitely a positive sign. Do you, uh, do you, how do you feel about uh, like your, who's your big surprise thus far? Good or bad? I guess, I guess I'm still, I guess Cole was bad. I would say only because he's only had one good start and we're still waiting for like, it was a good start. It was still six innings. You know, it wasn't, uh, I think he, I think it was 6.1 innings. So he went into the seventh, but he didn't get out of it. Um, I don't know, just him, obviously, I think has been bad. Joey Gallo has been bad. Obviously, he's turning around a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's been three games, and then he got a hit Saturday, RBI, and then a game-time run. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. obviously, two home runs the last two two days. But, uh, I mean, him has definitely been bad. I mean, other than those two, those three moments that I said, like, can you pick out any other moment that Joey Gallo has been good? besides? The no, and I, I even look at those two home runs, and I'm like, well, they were winning anyway. Yeah, it didn't even matter. It was uh, tack-on ones. But, yeah. Um, good. I'm not, I don't want to say surprised because I expect him to have, was going to play well in Yankee stadium was Anthony Rizzo. Like oh, I thought Anthony Rizzo was built for Yankee stadium, that lefty swing. Those mm-hmm. three, he hit three home runs yesterday. Two of those are not home runs. like every other ballpark basically. Hey, listen, you know I mean? yeah. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. No, I agree. And that's what I'm saying. Yep. I think his swing is perfect. Yankee stadium. You saw it last year. Last year he was trying to get adjusted on the turn of trade. But how many times it hit a ball foul that was like, if that ball was an inch over or a foot over, that's another home run. And yeah. he was hooking it, hitting it right there, foul pole, foul pole. And then this year, obviously, I guess he's figured to straighten it out. He's playing Yankee Stadium now. Eight home runs in the first month of the season, leads the MLB. 18 RBIs. He's on pace right now for at least 40 home runs and 100 RBIs, which is actually he's on pace for 72 home runs. Is it 72? Yeah, he's yeah. on pace for like 73 or 74 home runs, something like that. Uh, I was doing the math of like eight times six months of the season. That's what I was doing. You got to do the math of how many games. Played. Yeah. Because they're playing a lot of double headers this year. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. So yeah. Um, a, yeah good so, surprise, yeah. a good surprise for me is Michael King. He has, yeah. he has been unbelievable. Uh, really? I even, I even added him to my fantasy team the other day. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta bring him on. <laughs> He got me some points tonight, so I'm lucky. Lucky I got him yeah. before anybody else did. Yeah, two point one innings pitch, zero runs, uh, two Ks and one walk. So yep. definitely helpful for uh for fantasy team for sure. Um Nick, what about you? What are your surprises? Uh my surprises definitely are gonna be uh Michael King and uh Luis Severino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luis Severino's come back in, and he's pitched great so far this season after not pitching for last year. Um, he's really done an outstanding job to this point. I think we saw a little bit of weakness over the weekend that we weren't anticipating. Uh, well, yesterday. It was, actually, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that home run yesterday, really. I mean, even I was kind of like, that went out? What the hell? Um, yeah. the, balls were fly- the balls were flying out of the park yesterday. That was wild. 
Um, but yeah, definitely Michael King and Luis Severino. And honestly, uh, Jonathan Loisaga has looked human, which last year he looked yeah. untouchable. This year he yeah, look, he look, he's got it. That's Chad true. Green doesn't look spots. good either. Yeah, Chad Green hasn't been great either. The but bullpen, the, yeah, the bullpen hasn't been as solid besides Michael King. Uh, Chapman's, I mean, come on, how many times does Chapman come into the game and you're like holding your breath? Even less, Chapman never learned how to pitch, he might be a good pitcher. He <laughs> has a thrower, he, you know. I'll t- tell you one thing, he hasn't given up a run though, not yet. I'm just saying, is if if Chapman, for all this Chapman, could ever sit there and go, maybe I don't have to throw it 102 mile an hour down the pipe if I could throw it 95 on the corner, sure. he would be an outstanding pitcher, except for the fact that he can't mm-hmm. do that. Like a lot of pitchers can't. I mean, we've we've moved yeah. into a league where it's a league of throwers. There are very few pitchers left in the league, and that, I think that's what impresses me about Jordan Montgomery the most is that he is a pitcher. He throws ninety-two miles an hour on the outside corner. Yeah. He throws some diving and sinking stuff. He throws a lot of changeups and a lot of curveballs. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is a pitcher. Garrett Cole, he's a little bit of a thrower. Goes 102 miles an hour and tries to dot yeah. the corner. When he can't do it, he gives up home runs. Yeah. yeah. If he threw 95 and hit the corner, he'd be better off. That's true. You know, I, I don't think it's a new thing, these guys being able to throw hard. All right? No. Sit, anybody sit there and tell me Randy Johnson and Roger Clemens and Nolan Ryan couldn't throw 100 miles an hour, I'll tell you they chose not to. Like, it's, they, they invented throwing hard, and throwing hard in their day was 95, 96. It's not that they couldn't throw at 102. They didn't see a point. Because in that in that time, you threw seven, eight innings. You threw shutouts, complete games. We just had our first complete game shutout yesterday. Uh, it was uh, Walker Bueller from the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. picked to win this year's NL Cy Young. And 10 Ks, right? Like, say again? Yeah. 10 Ks. Yeah, 10 strikeouts. Uh, I'm unimpressed by strikeouts at all because batters clearly don't give a shit about strikeouts and teams don't care about strikeouts. So why should pitchers talk about how great they did because they struck people out when you have people like Joey Gallo getting at bats every day, guaranteeing you two strikeouts per game. It's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I mean, but, but him throwing a complete game shutout is like, Oh wow. He did that. Holy cow. They're talking about it. Like it was a fucking no hitter. Yeah. Whereas well, 20 years ago, that was that was normal. People threw complete game shutouts, not all the time, but you'd see a few every week. Yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of baseball. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I guess we'll talk a little about. Uh, I this is something that's been annoying me, but anyway, not that they're they're playing well. That's not annoying me. But the Mets are playing really well, red hot, fourteen to five. I don't know if they win yet today. I think they're playing. They won today. Yeah, no, they, they lost today. Right? They lost ten five. Oh, they, got, they lost today. They got whooped they're, on today. They're fourteen yep. and six right now, but they're still at one point they're obviously the MLB best team. The record uh, record MLB. But my problem with them is that they're a little soft. Um, yeah, I say that because. Early in the year, they had a situation where Francisco Lindor hit in the face. Obviously, he's on the floor afterwards, right? But mm-hmm. no one from his team right now, except for the manager. They're Oxygenarian, Jack and Janarian, 
manager runs out and starts onto the field staring at the pitcher, right? It wasn't until then that his teammates get up from the bench to protect him. And they didn't really get into a fight. It was kind of a pull out of pushing and shoving, nothing there. Today, Alonzo gets hit in the head. Nobody charges him out. What's that? That was yesterday. I'm sorry, yesterday. Alonzo gets hit in the head. Nobody charges him out, right? There's no huge fight, nothing, right? Mets are soft. Today, they throw, they throw at Arenado. They buzz his tower, basically, go for his head, mm-hmm. try to get retribution. Usually when you try to get retribution, you don't really go for the guy's head. You go for his backside, his back. You don't really want to go for the guy's head when you're just trying to – you know, he didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't him that threw the ball at Alonzo's head yesterday. So I get you're trying to hit their star back. I get it. But he went for his head. He then charges the mound because he's not soft. The Mets are soft. The Mets want to make a yeah, play. I agree. You gotta, you gotta charge them out. You're getting hit. They're what have 18 hit by bats, uh, hit by pitcher. I think this year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 18, 18 or 19. And yeah, it's something gonna like that. keep happening because you guys are soft. Alonzo after the game today was like saying how like, oh, if I had punched, I think it was his name, uh, Stubby Clapper, Clap, Stubby Clap, oh, Stubby Clap, Stubby Clap, uh, Clapper, <laughs> Stubby Clap. Stubby Clap, I love his name. First of all, Stubby. Stubby throws Alonzo off of the pile. They were like, as everyone was pushing and shoving around, and he's like, "Well, I could have put him in the hospital, so I didn't want to do anything about it." No, you're soft. You're so much bigger than this yeah. guy. Like, Stubby's like five eight. He's Stubby. Okay, his nickname. Why his nickname is Stubby is probably because he's Stubby, right? And Pete Alonzo is brick like a shit house. All right, he is huge. Right? Yeah, but they're like he the same age. Him. It doesn't matter. Doesn't like Alonzo and Stubby yeah. Clap, they're like the same age. Oh, I just said they're not the same age. I was no, saying, they are the same age. Peter Alonzo is clearly like 40 years old. I don't know how nobody sees this. Yeah, he looks he super does. He looks He's so not in his older. 20s. All right? No, he He's not in his know. 20s, okay? You are not that hairy and going that bald in your, yeah. in your mid-20s. Like, I'm bald yeah. now. When I was in my – you can vouch for me. When I was in my mid-20s, 20s, I had a head, head of hair. hair. No, you weren't. I had a head of hair. A nice head of hair, too. But Thank you. It just the Mets are soft. Listen, you guys are playing well. Your starting pitching's great. You're getting a lot of shutout games, a lot of shutdown pitching. You had Scherzer, Bassett have all been really great. But even uh, well, what's the, uh, McGill? McGill has been really yeah, really well this year. But you guys need to like toughen up a little bit. This is like what we talked about with the Rangers last year. Rangers get weren't as physical. They just get pushed around, and everyone just did what they wanted to do with them. Now you got this shit keeps happening. It's going to continue to happen because you guys are just a soft team. So step up. Someone's got to step up, charge your mound, get into a fight at least once. Just show you got something capable of. Um, but, I mean, that that's my point of the Mets right now. I think it's think they're soft. You know, with Showalter as their manager, I didn't think they'd be the soft. I think they will. Well, Showalter's not – he's not soft. He ran out in the field with no backing. Like, he was going to fight yeah. a you know, 20-something-year-old pitcher. I just didn't think this would be going on this year with the Mets. I thought the Mets would have, like, some, like, like order. Like, with, with Showalter as manager, he's old school. A little camaraderie, too. Get your team yeah. back. You know? uh, so, my, my problem with the whole thing is uh, it's a couple things. Everybody keeps talking about how the Mets have gotten the most hit by pitches. Uh, I think everybody's starting to forget the fact that they didn't play all these games against the Cardinals. They didn't. But everybody's kind of making it seem like the Mets have been hit 19 times in 18 games. Okay? How many games were against the Cardinals? Three? How many times the Cardinals hit them? Two? Yeah. And and and, and you but 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 now you're going to throw at Nolan Arenado. A, he wasn't the person that threw at any of your players. 
Correct. Ding. Give yourself a ding. (laughs) (laughs) B, you didn't even hit him. Ding. And C, he, for, for me, he did the right thing. And everybody's going to say, well, they didn't even get close to his head and he overreacted. No, if I feel like you're trying to be aggressive toward me, yeah. whether it was close or not close, he did the right thing. He turned to the person that threw the ball at him and said, let's fight. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, let's go. We'll fight right now. We don't have to play this game where you throw pitches at me. We can just fight. Because yeah. that's that's my personal thing. Like, if you're so enraged by something that somebody else did, why play a game? Just say screw it. Take your take your helmet off. Take your glove off. Whatever. We're gonna fight right now. Everybody, get away from go. us because you're gonna get some too. Yeah, we're gonna fight. That's it. Like, why play this nonsense where and you're why, sneakily trying to hurt each other? And why throw at his head too? Like, if you're gonna throw, if you're gonna throw, it, miss him. Throw behind his back. And, and I think that's the yeah. issue. And, and fans everywhere are going, but they hit Pete Alonzo in the head. It was an 83-mile-an-hour changeup. It was clearly a fucking accident. Get over it. Maybe, maybe the reason all the Mets players are getting hit by pitches is because they're crowding the plate. Because it can't be that all of Major League Baseball has it out for the fucking Mets that haven't won a World Series in 36 years. I agree. I don't think, I don't think it can't be it. some sort of, like, conspiracy against the Mets that everybody's like, oh, hey, guys, we're all going to fucking throw at the Mets. Why the Mets? What threat have they posed to the rest of Major League Baseball in fucking 36 years and two World Series where they both lost? They, they hang their hat. We're the last team in New York baseball to make it to the World You lost. Shut the fuck up. Who brags about losing? <laughs> I still say lost, that by like, July they're out of it. They by will. July, they won't be. Yeah. They won't be in it. That's the other thing that's pissing me off right now. Mets Twitter is fucking, they're screaming their heads off. We have the best record in baseball. Oh my God, we're going to win the world. This is every year, Mets Twitter. This is every year. How do they not have PTSD from it? I got into an argument with some actor for some show. I don't remember his name. And he was just like, you must be a Yankee fan. You like talking about the past a lot. I'm like, you must be a person that can't learn from history because the Mets put you through this every year. And by June, Mm -hmm. they're out. Yep. The Mets were in first place until July last year. What TV show was it? I don't know. I can't remember. He's inconsequential. He's not really. I would look it up. I want to know who it is. He's an extra actor somewhere. Oh, but still. The only thing about the Mets are in a very weak division. You got a a fan here, Nick. Someone loves your rants. Thank you, Matt. Nick's, Nick's rants once made someone cry, just so everyone knows. But the- that's he actually he almost threw up at breakfast too. Like that's how much he was gonna cry. He almost threw up at breakfast. We were at Cash House a go go in Vegas. I love that place. And he got so upset, he's like and then he, his eyes started to tear up a little bit and he got up and left the table. Well, anyway, so I think I think we're done with baseball points here, but we're gonna move on to our favorite yes. TikTok sensation. Hashtag does Gen Z no. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial. 
commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I think I did good last week. What did I do good? What did I have last week? Two out of three? Thank you, dude. I think so. All right. So, Sal, we're going to do a theme song one first. Then we're going to show you the answer. And then Nick has a follow-up question about the same TV show. So mm-hmm. here is the theme song. Guess this theme song. There's actually a bunch of hints in it too, because as this song is laced with hints, because it's just I couldn't. There's no way to cut it out. They say his name like a thousand times. Yeah, a thousand times. Oh, Nick says he. I mean, Matt knows, says he knows this one. Oh, good for you, Matt. Matt said great show as well. Oh, that was a great show. It was a good show. I if, here's a hint. It, it all. I believe it took place in the TGI uh, TGIF. Um, Universe. So, so it was also a part of. Um, uh, was he in Full it House? It was a part of Full House. It was yeah, a part yeah. of Full House full and house. Perfect Strangers. And uh, if I remember correctly, the original show, like the first, the pilot episode, wasn't in their own, um, in their own house. It was actually in the Seavers' house from oh. uh, from uh, Growing Pains. Oh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. I believe the first episode was filmed in the Growing Pains set. I feel like once you tell me the answer, I'll know, but I don't know. Give him the X. Maybe that show is Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Ready? I've never heard of it. I've Mr. never Cooper, seen Holly, that. Holly Robinson Pete. That I had to wait till the end. Past. I I put her at the end there because you had you had a, like a, one little glimpse of Holly Robinson Pete. So is, so that show, and and uh, this will be the follow on question. And there's some hints in the question that might give you the answer. Okay, all right. Let me just uh, let me pull up my question real quick. In the '90s, comedian Mark Curry, who is the star. Starred in a sitcom called Hanging with Mr. Cooper. The premise of the show is centered around Mark Cooper, a former NBA player who finds himself working as a high school gym teacher and basketball coach in California. The show also starred Holly Robinson, Pete, Nell Carter, Omar Gooding, and a young Raven Simone. Oh, on the wow. show, yeah. yep. On the show, what NBA team did Mark play for? Um, Detroit Pistons. Ooh, 
that is a good guess. Not really. <laughs> you get three. You get three. All right, give you three all right. I like how this is a sports-related of... question about a 90s e- sitcom. Yeah. E- East or West? Well, he was a teacher in California. So he's really oh, Clippers. That's a good one, too, though. The Kings, Sacramento Kings. Wow. Uh, this would be the Golden State Warriors. I was going to California for the NBA. I thought it was the Lakers. Nick Exmas, too. I couldn't remember. I said Lakers, and that was wrong. He was a teacher in Oakland, California. Yep. All right. Golden State. I didn't know he was an NBA player. Who knew they had a Curry? He's a comedian. They had a Curry in the 90s. Who knew? But uh, but actually, if you ever get the opportunity, watch that show. Uh, there's a lot of cameos from NBA players because he's always trying to get back into the NBA. Like that's yeah. the premise of the show. Like, take this job as gotcha. a teacher just until I can get back in the NBA. I can't believe Raven Simone was in that. I remember Omar Gooden like, was in Omar Gooden too. Wow, Holly Robinson. Pete, she was bad. Robin, yeah. No, not Rob. Van- Vanessa. Vanessa, yes, yeah, Vanessa. Yeah. Holly Robinson Pete of Twenty One Jump Street fame. Yeah, she's fine. And ironically <laughs> enough, so she sang she sang the theme song to Twenty One Jump Street, and then she also she? helped sing the theme song and hang with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, that's her voice. Oh, wow. That's him. Like that's, and they're all dressed up. Him. That's her. She's dressed up next to him in like the album. yeah. Her and the other girl are singing the uh, the theme. The theme, yeah. yeah. I can't remember one's name. It, it said in the in the video I played. I think it was Dawn something. So those are that was Gen Z. Now we don't have a, a lot today, unfortunately. I didn't have much time to uh, to think up more for you to to oh, rack for your two. Brain, but oh for two this week though. Shout Sal, out so this gotta, week. That's all right. I'll come back next week. You got to go go do some digging into nineties pop culture and get ready for uh, for next week. Just be glad we don't talk about the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we do though. Yeah, throw an eighties question in. Why not? Oh, I'll throw an question right now at you. Right. What was the name of the of the TV show that David Hasselhoff was in in the 1980s? Oh, wow. Oh, it, well, it's not um, Baywatch, right? It's not Baywatch, no. Baywatch it's the one he's he's in the car. Oh, I'll give it to what's you. That's the, good What's enough. the car's name? Yeah, what's the car's name? Who, who did the voice uh, for the car? I'll give you that The one voice too. for the car? Yeah. Very famous man. Yeah, I know. I don't. It's on the tip of my tongue. What the heck is the name of the car, though? It's a, it's a uh, anagram. Oh, once you say it, I'm gonna know it. What was I the mean, name of the TV it? show? The name of the car was Kit. I want to count that. Which Night Industries two 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 thousand. And the, the voice of the car, say again, the show's called the Knight Rider. Knight Rider. No, Knight Rider. That's why. And the voice of the car was William Daniels, also known as Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Yeah. Oh, you wanted and he's not British. 80s. He's actually from New York. Yeah. Michael, look out. That was the, uh, that was part of the, <laughs> that was part of the intro. He always look out for Michael. Michael was the name of Dave Hasselhoff's character in Knight Rider. 
Oh, really? Actually, William Daniels just celebrated a birthday uh, about a month ago. He's 95. Happy birthday, William Daniels. Is he really 95? He's wow. 95. Happy birthday, Fina. Hee 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 hee. Ow! What? No, bro. That was that was it for Dutch Gen Z. No, he do a little 80s at you, and you, you were not you weren't prepared for it. You weren't prepared for the night rider. But he Remember? did well. He knew what it was. Yeah, I knew. You knew the promise of the show. You did know the mm-hmm. promise of the show, the magic car. But uh, yeah, I, that show was great. Um, Night Rider. I feel like it had an awesome theme song. Next week, I'll get you the theme song for it, just because it's uh, just a. You don't see song. David no, they, they, doing anything anymore. No, they anymore. took that theme song and they made it into a hip hop song. They did. I think it was like Busta Rhymes, wasn't it? Something like that. Or yeah. no, it was something. Wasn't it something Arabic? No, I think it was the guy. Start, no, maybe it was Buster Rhymes, but the guy started speaking Arabic in the middle of the song. <laughs> Night Rider, don't hassle the Hoff. That's that's your lesson. No. You don't see him anymore in anything. Ah, uh, the last time we saw him, he was drunk eating a cheeseburger off the floor. Yeah, that's right. Probably better off. Probably better yeah. off. We don't see David <laughs> Anyway, moving on, we're going to talk a little about the New York Rangers. Who lost today, not the end of the world. Uh, they already lost the Metro. They're already in the playoffs, clinched. They're probably most likely playing Pittsburgh now at this point, right? Yeah. I think they're playing Pittsburgh. Coach yeah, it's going to be like that scene in in, uh, in Billy Madison where he sees the Penguin and decides to fight him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. I can't wait. I'm excited. I mean, it's going to suck because I hate – they're probably going to give so many calls to Crosby and Malkin. You know what you do? Real easy. Game one. Just take them out. Doesn't play. And that's what I'm talking about. See, Yankee fans didn't say anything like that. But I'll let you know right now. If something violent happens to Sidney Crosby and he can never play hockey again, I'm okay with that. <laughs> wow. That I have zero cool. sympathy for my opponent. All right? It's fucking battle, man. I want to win. And it's tough yesterday, too, because we lost Panarin and Cop to injuries. I think they were being precau- like cautionary, right? That's, that's yeah. what it was. Uh Turk came, came out and said that they just went down because, hey, listen, why bring them out? We've already made the playoffs. Yeah, uh, We're not backing our way in because they lost a 4-3. So they, they put up some some points today. They, Georgiev yeah. was in the net, so I'm not surprised they lost 4-3. Yeah, they lost 4-3 yesterday, but they're already down 4-1 at the point where Panarin and Cop got hurt. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're already down three goals. Why even bother pushing these guys who are already hurt? So I'm okay with that. I'm excited for Rangers playoffs. It's been a while. I think level, technically the last time they were in the playoffs was 2017. But we also had a little taste of the playoffs in 2020 when they had that. Uh, they got an, had an opportunity to play the three-game set against the Hurricanes, I believe it was, a five-game set. They got swept, but I mean that was a little taste of the playoffs. It was like an extended playoff set here because of COVID. Um, and they, they they did not play well in that whatsoever against the Hurricanes. So kind of, we kind of all just blocked that out. We're like, oh, last time we were in the playoffs was 2017. But um, listen, I think it's fun. Hockey playoffs are always great. Uh, and just you know, get into the tournament, play in the NHL, uh, NHL playoffs, anything can happen. Uh, we could, you know, always can make a run. We have a goal that stops a ton of goals, a ton of shots, plays really well. You know, we have defense. We have guys that can score. Um, so just go, go out and get it. I'm, I'm excited. Nick, what about you? You're excited for this playoff run? Uh, it's what you, When you said we have a goalie who can stop goals, I mean, if you – if you have a goalie as good as Shesterkin is, yeah, and and I I I'm, you know I'm in Rangers Twitter, you know TJ and I talk about it all the time, and to think that we went from Hank 
to Igor is just like eh. I it's just amazing. It's amazing. It really is. It it, it would be like if we I, I can't even think if you went from, from Gretzky to McDavid. That that that's the, the level of, yeah. of amazing that that is that we're so blessed to have Igor as our goalie right now mm-hmm. and to not have that fall off because so many teams do. I mean, the devils have had it since Brodor left. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really something special. There's a good mix on this team of veterans and young guys. Um, I think bringing back somebody like Kako, somebody like Heedle, bringing them back and strong uh, back into the fold, ready for the playoffs, ready to play. I think that's a good thing. We've got some speed with Vetrano, uh, and I'm a firm believer that speed kills. Um, Panarin's going to be Panarin. Yeah. Kreider is uh, – hopefully Kreider maintains his hot streak that he's been on all season. Um, he just won the uh, the, uh, the extra effort award this yeah, year. Yeah, the Stephen um, award. Yeah. He has 52 uh, goals too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, – he also got the Mr. Ranger Award, mm-hmm. uh, which was first awarded this year. It's uh, Mr. Ranger. The, the Rod Gibert Award was awarded to uh, Chris Kreider, who I would not be surprised if, if he got a C next season. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. see them putting that on him. A lot of Rangers fans have been kicking around the idea of him getting it, you know, coming out for that first game and having a C on his chest in the playoffs. I don't see it happening. Uh, I don't think – it needs to happen. You know, when yeah. you're a captain, nobody's got – TJ was a captain of our baseball team for many years, and nobody had to put a C on his chest. When you're a leader, you just do it. You don't, Nobody asks you to, and nobody deems you the leader. You know, like like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like Hans said, he took the C, not what was under it. Yeah. When you're a leader, you're a leader. And and at the same time, right now, you go like, all right, if you give credit the C, you got to take an A away from somebody else because yeah. you can't have that many assistants – if you have a full-time captain and who do you do that to? And I'm not saying that anybody would really be hurt over it, but it's, they might, I don't know. I'm not in that locker room. Um, but point being is that they've got a lot of good pieces and a lot of good chemistry to get into the playoffs. I really love, you know, obviously you got to love Fox. You, you have to yeah. love Fox on, on one of our early dates. My, uh, my girlfriend and I went to Coney Island and we won each other stuffed animals and oh, I, I won, her, I won oh, her a little monkey and she won me a fox and i named that fox adam and he sits in my living room so he can watch ranger games with me so i have adam fox sitting on on uh adam fox on the divider to my fox my dining room watching ranger games with me um i love keandre miller right now absolutely yeah. love him. um every time he does anything i'm sitting there going man he is so long like that guy is got a reach on him his stick seems like it's 15 feet longer than everybody else in the room um and of course truba is gonna truba cop is on fire and i'm pissed off that cop moved out of truba's house we talked yeah. about that last week i don't know why you would do that but i got hurt yesterday fuck i didn't think about that but you might be right about that he moved out he shouldn't have done it he should have done it. i i don't think he should have done it but i'm really excited about the playoffs um I love baseball. Baseball will always be my first love. As you can tell by my numerous baseball hats behind me, I have a whole bunch of Griffies on the floor. Yeah. I, I have my custom 
Love sits on the floor next to me all the time. In case I get bored, I lean back in my chair and throw a ball in the air because why not? Um, <laughs> but point being is I, I'm going to have to turn baseball off for a little bit and, and pay attention to hockey. Um, yeah. I haven't discussed this with the guys yet, but I think they're going to be on board for it. We're going to start doing – we're going to be glued in to this because we're watching the games anyway. We're probably either going to do lives during the game, but if not lives, we're going to record after every game and post an audio. Immediate reaction. Immediate reaction, and that audio will be available pretty much immediately after the game. Instantaneously. The next, and the next day. So we're going to be glued into the New York Rangers uh, playoffs, so stick with us. You're going to get a lot of content from us regarding this. If it comes to us even have to go outside the garden, get a couple interviews from fans coming out. I'm in. We're doing something for this for this playoff run. I feel like I, I, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to do one of these Sal predictions because Sal was terribly wrong with the Nets. Oh, I feel yeah. the Rangers are having a nice long run on this playoffs, either whether it ends in an Eastern Conference final loss or ends in a Stanley Cup final loss. I, tr- I truly believe in these New York Rangers. I don't care our regular season history against the Hurricanes. Bring it. Fucking bring it. These Rangers are different Rangers. I love these Rangers. We, we're we going for a run. All right? And if I just jinx everyone, then everyone could boo me later. Yeah, we're going to have to save this clip for later. <laughs> you can save it. I'm going out on a limb. Going out on a limb here. We, we talked about this a few days ago. We were talking about baseball, and I said, I don't really think of anybody on this Yankee team that I really, really like. Yeah. But I have an attachment to other than I believe I said Montgomery. I really like Montgomery. You said you love Monty. I said Rizzo. Um, Rizzo's not really a Yankee, though. He just got here. But well, I'll tell you, there's like so many people on this <laughs> Rangers team that I like. Yes, yeah, so many guys. Between Igor and Truba and Fox and Panarin and Kreider and, and, and uh, Laffey oh, yeah. and Kako and Reeves. You go through all those guys, and people always forget Zibanejad. How do you, you get me? Can I can I finish? Jesus, no, you cut me off. He's at the top there. <laughs> I wasn't going in any type of order. Oh, I thought you were going in like an order of guys. No, I wasn't going in any order. I was just spouting off names. I was just going through. Like I love everybody on this team. I know I do too. That's what I'm saying. I love this team. I mean, I but 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 like, and that's great. I, I that's really yeah. great. You know, and I, I feel that way about the Jets right now. There's a lot of players that I like. I see a lot of promising. The Yankees, honestly, I'm like, eh, there's like 10 guys in this team that if they never played baseball again, I really wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> and, and they're probably the most high-profile guys on the team because they have zero personality, zero energy. They're just – they're there to collect a paycheck. They play baseball at a high level, and it's like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> but there's nothing about them character-wise where I'm just like, oh, I love that guy. But I'll tell you, man, watching these guys play hockey – I really admire the way they play the game of, of hockey. Their energy, uh, even the post-game interviews, the way that they, they'll, they'll crash each other's interviews. Yeah. Like, I, have you guys seen that? Where, like, the, the, the veterans will be talking about Lafreniere, and then he'll walk in, and they'll be like, shh, don't say nothing. Don't look at him. And they'll say yeah. it to, like, the media, like, shh, don't look at him. Don't. <laughs> like, that's great. That's fun, man. That's, that's really There's some, like, fun, fun moments that happen this season, too. Like, uh, Reeves screaming uh, uh, to Sturkin, release us. Like, that was that was awesome. You had the – how about them Rangers from Reeves moment? The big boys. One of the big boys. One of the big boys, which is – Wearing that shirt Monday. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many moments, especially obviously coming – I keep mentioning Reeves ones, but 
There's just so many moments. Like, well, Reeves is fun. Kreider. Yeah, Reeves is fun. The Kreider shootout goal when he won that one, like that, that was awesome. That was fires. Like watching that happen just fires me up. You know what I mean? A lot for your shootout goal. That one too. Well, what about the five hole goal recently? He went to his own. Where five he looks ball. at the uh, when he looks at what's his face. Oh right, when he pointed the other guy who was number two. The num- no, he looks at the number one guy. Oh, I'm sorry, number one. I thought no, I thought Lafferty. No, he looks at no, he looks at he does look at number two. No, Lafferty looks was at number, number two. One. You're right because he was number one. Taco was number two. Yeah, they were back to back. The number two guy and like looks at him like yeah, yeah. He's like that's why I'm number one, and he put the yep. number one in the air like this. That was yep. that's a good moment too. I mean, listen, yep. I love this team. It's gonna be fun. I, I do. I, I do. Reeves with a goal today. That's great. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so that Strom had a shorthander. Yep, uh, goal. and uh, yeah. and Vitrano with a goal today. Yeah, and Vitrano. I think he's gonna be big in the playoffs. I think he's, he's gonna fast. be a key. He's so fast. He's gonna be key in the playoffs. He did. They need a good. They're gonna have and a you know, Chris Drury did a great job at the at the trade deadline. He did. He had a cop Vitrano and what's his name? We said the other day he he went out. Oh fuck, he got hurt though. Tyler, uh, can't remember his name. Excuse me. Sal, <laughs> we talked about it before. He got hurt. We were like, "Oh, this is why we pay you." Was it Mott? Mott. It's it's Mott. uh, yeah, it's Mott. It's Mott. Tyler is it Tyler Mott? Tyler Mott. Yeah, it's Mott. And we were talking about how well he was playing. I'm like, yeah, now he's out indefinitely. So you yeah, I mean, up those three guys he brought in, yeah, and Tyler all Mott. contributing. Yeah. Hopefully they continue to contribute because when you play start, I think Monday, right, Nick? Monday. Yeah. What is that? This is honey roasted peanuts from the Girl Scouts. Shout oh, out to my buddy Crash <laughs> and his daughter Percy. Thank you, Percy. I appreciate it. I, will, we'll I, I wanted her to deliver them herself. Walk all the way from Wisconsin <laughs> to New York to drop off my damn cookies and my honey roasted <laughs> peanuts. That didn't happen, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, so we have a couple of time. We have a couple of minutes left. I think we wrap up New York Rangers. Probably could just BS for a couple of minutes, but I, I just want to bring this up. Nick texted me this before the show started, or he texted us during the show. Elon Musk, obviously, the big news. Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter. Twitter. So Nick said this a tweet. Was this real or this is that's real? Elon Musk tweet, tweeted. I that. did tweet it as like a joke. Yeah. Next, I'm buying Coca Cola to put cocaine. I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> That's I can't amazing. believe he tweeted that. That's great. That is amazing. Um, but anyway, as I, I alluded to this before, we we put on TikTok the video of Sal saying uh, the oh. net series is going to be a tight series. The Nets got some. We're not going to spend much time because we don't have much time left anyway. But so, obviously, that was real, real quick. Before we cut off, somebody tweeted a fake tweet of Elon Musk <laughs> saying, now I'm going to buy McDonald's and fix all of the ice cream machines. <laughs> Which Elon Musk quote tweeted, listen, I can't do miracles, okay? That's great. <laughs> That's Your ice cream machine <laughs> always broken. $44 billion. Can't fix the machines at, <laughs> the ice cream machines at McDonald's. 
Speaking of things that are broken, Sal's yeah. spirit in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> what do we? You I mean, what do you guys? Right. I mean, we talked talk about this briefly, but where do you think they go with that? You know, uh, I was saying Nash should probably be fired, but you were saying they're probably. Gonna keep yeah, him. I don't see them firing Nash. I heard I saw something that said Durant and the GM are keeping him. I think Durant likes him, so I, I guess he stays. I don't know what happens to Ben Simmons. I really don't. I don't yeah, know was, where they go was, with him. That was bullshit. I mean, the guy couldn't it, get. I mean, where did he get hurt? I mean, it's just so, it's ridiculous. I think he was. That trade was was just a lose situation for the Nets. I mean, listen, they had to get rid of Harden. He didn't want to be there anymore. They had to do something. The only person that could be yeah. really trade with was the Philly, the Seventy Sixers. So. I mean, it is what it is. It sucks. Um, I think he's not – he has no competitive bone in his body. He no, not, it seems like he didn't even give a shit about being out there whatsoever. And apparently, he he's never even practiced with the team. He didn't even no. practice with them, like, ever. So, even if he came no. in, he was, he was a zero-impact player. Even to throw a little in, combo yeah. at us, the Iron Sheik tweeted, Ben Simmons, what the fuck? I break you fucking <laughs> back for real. Uh, and then he tweeted the a picture of him – Putting somebody in the camel clutch with Ben Simmons' face on their face, and it says, Ben Simmons, next time I see you, I show you what a bad back looks like, Jabroni. <laughs> the Iron Sheik is Shout out to the Iron Sheik. I love you so much. <laughs> true, though. Like, like, did he actually hurt his back, or he just fucking made it up? I it so apparently now. it's psychosomatic. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I, I saw something today, or yesterday, I can't remember. Apparently, um, he's so upset about something, and he's putting so much pressure on himself that he's like pussy in the in Sopranos, yeah. where pussy has so much thought on. And when I say pussy, I don't mean vagina. I mean a character on the Sopranos. <laughs> His name is Big Pussy Pompensero. If you're a Soprano fan, you got what you're talking about. Yeah, if you're not a Sopranos fan, I'm not cursing. That's the name of the character. It's short for Pussy Cat because he was a cat burglar. Anyway, pussy. <laughs> Has um has so much guilt from being for spoiler alert for being a snitch uh that he starts experiencing back pain. So apparently Ben Simmons is a snitch somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why he's wearing such weird clothing on the side of the court. Like when he's sitting there courtside, he doesn't wear a suit or or like a track suit. He wears like this weird like clown suit. Yeah, it's I don't theoretically know he's wearing was. I think he's wearing a microphone and he's trying to listen to what Kyrie's saying about COVID. Um I think the Golden Knights were just eliminated. They lost the in a shootout, which gives they get a point. Um, How about that Jack Eichel trade? Yeah. Yeah that was a bad one, huh? Um another thing too is the NFL draft this tomorrow. Forgot about this. We talked about this last week because we went out. We had a uh, you come on, uh, who's great analysis. So follow him on Twitter, you underscore NFL. Um, yeah, we're gonna be on the belly up draft show tomorrow. Um, we're gonna be on for pick six to ten, uh, which is right around the time the Knicks. I'm sorry, the Knicks. Jesus, the Jets and the Giants are picking. So we'll be me and Nick will be on there discussing the uh, the picks for the for NFL draft for the, both our football teams, the Jets and the Giants. So. Should be uh should be interesting night. Uh it's always it's now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it should be a very interesting night. I don't know what the Jets are gonna do. Um no, I see a lot of conversation today. about getting rid of Makai Becton or drafting a another tackle in the first round. 
If they yeah. draft another tackle in the first round, then they're basically saying that the entire 2020 draft was a waste of everybody's time. By the time everybody hears this, they'll be like, yeah, they drafted another tackle in the first round. So, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, this will air on Friday. Well, we're going to release this one tomorrow morning, the audio. But, uh, but yeah, the uh, we'll see what happens. Debo Samuel, there's another, I don't know, probably six hours between now and the no-shit deadline of when they're going to trade him or not. Yeah. Uh, if they do not trade him, I will say that I hope he makes their lives miserable. <laughs> I, I really do. I'm a firm believer, and, and not because I want him to come to the Jets. I am a firm believer, even in my field. If somebody does not want to be a part of your organization, you need to get rid of them as quickly as possible because they will do everything in their power, and not even purposefully, just because yeah. of their attitude and their air about them, to deter any goal you have as a leader. It, it just the way they carry themselves, the negativity that they put in the air will make everybody else feel it. And who needs that? If they don't want to be there, then get rid of them. Like, get what you can for. Because the alternative is that you keep him. He's disgruntled. He doesn't play to his full potential. And now you get less for him in trade value because he's going to get paid the same amount no matter what. Yeah, we've seen this already with Le'Veon Bell, with Deshaun Watson. We've seen this already. No, yep. Nobody stopped those two people from getting paid. Le'Veon Bell got to pay a lot of money to play bad football, and Deshaun Watson's getting paid yep. crazy boatloads of money right now. So, the, if the San Francisco 49ers somehow hear this, you need to get rid of him ASAP. He's not going to do you any favors. No, and we're we're wrapping up here, but we just no PJ picks this week. TJ's gone. Um, he didn't send me any picks. I wasn't going to do it alone. <laughs> so with no PGA picks this week, uh, but just to remind everyone, we are sponsored by pins and aces.com. So go to pins and aces.com promo code, promo code score pod. Uh, I'm going to do an unboxing video soon, shortly and post it on TikTok probably tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and that's pretty much it. That was, that's episode 44 for you. Nick, take us on home. So thank you for printing. <laughs> Cut that. Start over. Thank you for spending so much time with us. We appreciate you. I choked on a honey roast with peanut. It was delicious, but it got a little caught somewhere. But <laughs> thank you to the Girl Scouts for these delicious honey roasted peanuts. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Pins and Aces and Shock Energy. Uh, thank you to Belly Up uh, Sports. Thank you to our interns, that guy, Sal. Thank you to Justin and Matt for coming on the show. We appreciate everybody who's listening. We'll catch you again next week. Uh, for those of you who are watching the draft tomorrow, catch us tomorrow on the draft show on Belly Up. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Stay rock! Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.